Blog Talk Radio.
Ministries on Sunday. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and you're still you. Praise the Lord. You woke up today. So this is the day that the Lord has made, and we're all rejoicing, and we're glad in it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, there were people that went to sleep last night that didn't get up this morning, y'all. Amen. Some of them awoke to glory, and some of them didn't. Amen. It's a real world. So we're happy to still be here on the earth. That means if we messed up, we still have a chance to get it right. How about it? I think that's room for praise. Amen. 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 Because we all know that we could have left here a long time ago. None of us are perfect. All of us have sinned. And God has been so merciful, hasn't he? He could have taken us right out of here when we were showing our you-know-what. Amen. And so he was very merciful. He allowed us to live past those moments so that we would have an opportunity to regress them. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. And they're in our past now. And we've gone on with the Lord. Praise the Lord for that. Amen. You know, everybody has a past, even if you were just born about 15 minutes ago. You've got a past. And it might not have been the way you thought it ought to be, but it's over. Amen? It's done, and it's not coming back. It's gone, and it's not coming back. Isn't that great? I think it's great. And if you think too long, you'll think it's great, too. Amen. So we have the future to look forward to with Jesus. We have an opportunity to make heaven. Amen. We're still breathing on earth. We have an opportunity to make heaven. Amen. 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 So remember that if you ever mess up, that you have an opportunity as long as you're here and breathing and there's blood in your body. You've got an opportunity. Make a good use of that opportunity. Amen? Amen. I know there are some that are not here with us now that wish they had that opportunity, but that's the way it went. So let us all decide and endeavor once and for all that we're going to make the very best of every opportunity that the Lord gives us. We want to welcome all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Protestant, Internet Church, and a local church assembly established in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. And we welcome you in his holy name. We encourage you, if you would like to celebrate Holy Communion with us, to get your elements together now, because we are about to enter into that celebration as we do at the beginning of every service. We want to encourage you to uh, look us up on the Internet. Our address is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. That's Miracle Internet 
www.thepeacechurch.com. And that person coughing in the background is Brother Bill. Amen. He wanted you to know he was here. So he's coughing. So there, I told you. There, you got that. So now he's laughing because I made him laugh. Okay. This is the kind of day it's going to be. Okay, thank you. All righty. So uh, we are on the Internet every Wednesday and Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. Amen. And wherever you are all over the globe, we are in over 100 nations that we know of, maybe more. But we want to invite you to join us. You have the opportunity and blessing of recasting every broadcast from our website, www.miracleinternetchurch.com. And when the page comes up across the banner, if you want to recast a previous broadcast, you would click where it says Archive Sermons. That's where our archive of over 12 years of sermons is located. Amen? And every single one of them is there. No, every single one of them is not on YouTube. They are on our website. Amen? Praise the Lord. And... If you choose, you may join us while we're live on the air and even when we're not in our chat room. Our chat room is right on that same page and across the banner it says MIC Radio Chat. Amen? Amen. If you want to listen to us through your phone, our number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Amen. Amen, and it's that number all the time. We don't change it unless we're told we have to. So praise the Lord. We want to thank you for joining us. We hope by now that I've talked long enough for you to get your elements together or find your coffee or your bedroom slippers or whatever it is you need to find. Amen? Because Jesus is going to talk to us, and he has wonderful words to say to us today. Amen? Amen. And now comes the time when we get to repent of our sins. Yay! Amen. It's a blessing to have this opportunity. And we need to make the very most of it. Amen? Amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask forgiveness for every single one of our sins and the sins of our ancestors. Yes, Lord, we learned some things from our family that just weren't you. And it seems like we inherited some things from them that weren't you either. And we want nothing to do with those things anymore. We've become a new person in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away, and all things have become new. We're now your child. Amen? Amen? We belong to the family of God. We're in the kingdom of God. And so we let go of the old father and we embrace the new in Jesus' name. We ask you to forgive us for all of our thoughts, all of our deeds, all of our ugly little ways that we have developed over the years and we're still holding on to them. Forgive us for that, Father. We're growing. We promise to let that mess shed away. Amen? It's not you. 
So we thank you for an opportunity to confess the things we did and the things we should have done that we didn't do. So we thank you for your blood washing us clean. We thank you for Jesus Christ going to the cross to forgive us. We thank you for cleansing our minds with the blood of Jesus from every thought that displeases you. We thank you for washing our mouths out with the blood of Jesus for everything we said that was ugly, because we said a few ugly things, amen? And you heard it, and it was still wrong. We ask you to cleanse our hearts from those ugly spirits that helped us to say those ugly things in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father, to renew us in your spirit, to refresh us in your spirit, Lord, and to cause us to become just like Jesus. Amen. Amen. So now if you have your elements, now if you have your elements, we are ready to celebrate Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for us, his defeat of the devil, his resurrection and power and glory. Amen. Because he's seated on the throne at the right hand of the Father. Amen. We don't have condemnation because there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Once we've asked Jesus to forgive us, it's over. So we don't have to keep reminding him over and over how ugly we acted. Amen. He knows all about it. And don't let the devil remind you either. It's none of his business. Amen. Nosy is not a quality that we receive. Amen? Amen? Amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, it's his body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. Amen. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord, for your blood. Partake of the cup. Amen. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. Let a man examine himself, not his neighbor, himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily 
eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, not our neighbor, if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen? Aren't you glad to be able to escape the condemnation of the world? Amen. I know I am. And if you're not, I'm going to be glad for you too. Amen? Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, help us to forgive those who have trespassed the boundaries of our lives, just as you have forgiven our trespasses. Strengthen us. We need your strength to forgive the debts of hurt, as you have forgiven all our debts. Help us to remember that we, too, have made mistakes and have sinned. In our sin, we have betrayed you. Lord, we have been betrayed by someone that we trusted. Sometimes it's unintentional. It's even worse when a friend or relative stabs us in the back. The pain of disappointment can be overwhelming. We feel angry when this happens. It's natural to put up our guard and protect ourselves from further pain. Jesus Christ experienced betrayal by a friend as well. He never raised a hand in anger. He never spoke sharp words. He never sought to return the blow in any way. As disciples of Jesus Christ, we too must find ways to respond with love to those who have hurt us. Father, make us strong in your might. Clothe us in your armor so that we can resist the devil's scheme. We are not dealing with flesh and blood who act to hurt us, but with spiritual forces of evil. Let us clasp the shield of faith so that we can stand firm even now in the armor that you have given us. Armor us, Lord, in truth and in righteousness. We seek to please you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And all who have been betrayed said an extra amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does hurt. You actually feel those stab wounds. But don't worry, Jesus has healed every stab wound. His blood goes right in and fixes the whole thing. Amen? If you let him, that is. See, you have to let Jesus heal you. Some people resist Jesus when he comes to heal. Sometimes they don't initially recognize that it's him coming to heal because he comes in a way that they're not expecting. He did that all through the Bible. He showed up in a way people weren't expecting. And so instead of them observing for a while and coming to a 
a more excellent determination, they just reject that wasn't the thing to do. So sometimes we need to wait to find out how this healing is coming. You know, Jesus has many, 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 many ways of healing us. Amen? Amen. And it's up to him to decide how he wants to do it with you this time. Just because he did it one way before doesn't mean he's going to do it exactly the same way this time. He's God, and it's his prerogative. He was the one that hung on the cross for us to be healed by his blood stripes. Amen? So it's up to him. It's not up to us. We're supposed to submit ourselves to him and receive his healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his power in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and the workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar devils, listeners, all electronic, digital, technology demons and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, all unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, Technopaganism and mind control by the occult. Amen. We bind all pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust in Jesus' name. All sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, and drone spirits. We bind all whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the seducer, and the charmer in their attacks. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequencies, the work of every druid, all EMF and EMP attacks in Jesus' name. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, and all remote viewing in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every sonic and audio weapon in Jesus' name. We bind targeted radio frequencies and all microwave attacks in Jesus' name. We bind 5G and its components in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, and we give you praise for it. Every spirit, every attack that comes through electronics or technology or electricity, we bind in the name of Jesus. 
We we empty and overturn all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Korean, Asian, Pan-Asian, indigenous persons, native groups, and tribal groups in Jesus' name. They breathe on the earth. We bind their witchcraft in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind artificial intelligence in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide and all free-flying devils, all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse, devil, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind the formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting the gods of the people of the land and the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, human reasoning, demonic knowledge, and science against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the transference of all evil spirits, mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to stop, expose, curse, stifle, pervert, confuse, distract, block, besmirch, sabotage, spy, destroy, infect, wear down, mock, lie against, manipulate, harass, intimidate, defile, assassinate, divide, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, and despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generation of fools, the spirit of the fool, and we bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, blowback, vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. All astral projections, sending demons to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind spirits of fantasy, make-believe, and la-la land. We bind the spirits and the works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind false religions, numerology, horoscopes, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, ineptness, we bind you in Jesus' name, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, 
Poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings in Jesus' name. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We bind all demonic, human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind abortion in Jesus' name. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Moloch, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, every god and every goddess. Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and 72, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite in the name of Jesus Christ. We uproot you out of the earth in Jesus' name. You'll find no place in the earth in Jesus' name. No place in the earth in Jesus' name. We tear down all your monuments in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything you've erected to the devil, we tear it down in Jesus' name. We bind the works of every affiliated organization in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind their powers in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind all those superstitions from our family line. All those superstitions from our family line, Lord. Father, that you have given us power 
over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. Okay, we rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief and accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence, to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere. And we thank you, Lord, for touching every persecuted Christian in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we lift up Alex Jones. Every attack goes back. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack goes back in Jesus' name. Runga de Brisa de Abruca de Diosa de Abraca de Diosata. Runga Babana Cushion de Rubusana, Mamma Mamma Cusa. Runga de Brisa de Abrakes, Brakes, 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 in Jesus' name. Baba, Rukuta. He's drinking the blood of Jesus. 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 He's drinking the Hallelujah. Deliver him, O Lord. Deliver him. Deliver him, O Lord of hosts. Deliver him. We plead the blood, Lord. We plead the blood. We plead the blood. We plead the blood over Julian Assange. Ricky, Lord, his life is in your hands. You're welcome, Father. Deliver them, Father. Deliver them in Jesus. In Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies. And your right hand shall save us. We want to thank you for that, Lord. We want to thank you. Nobody can kill us because our lives are in your hands. Nobody can kill us because our lives are in your hands. Amen? Nobody can kill us because our lives are in your hands. Amen? Thank you, Lord. We will not leave the earth. 
until it's time for us to go. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We disconnect ourselves from every unclean spirit in Jesus' name, and we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover our transportation, the road, our vehicles. With the blood of Jesus, we bind any entity crossing the road in our path that has no right to be there in Jesus' name. Oh, and by the way, Lord, thank you for that dead bird yesterday. I cover myself and everyone else in this ministry, everyone rightly related to this ministry and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over the demons of the night. Every nightmare, sex dream, bad dream, every dream that you did not send, Lord Jesus, we send it back where it came from in Jesus' name with its intent and the seeds that it attempted to sow into our lives. We uproot those seeds and send them right back in Jesus' name. The intent of the dream we cancel now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. For the word of God, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the wall of fire with your glory in the midst surrounding us. We thank you for your warring linking angels, Father, your praising angels, and your ministering spirits. But most of all, we thank you for your very presence in us and with us. We give you praise in Jesus' name. We pull out every fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, voodoo, witchcraft, curse, and everything sent by the sender. We send it back. It wasn't ours to begin with in Jesus' name. We cut and burn all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and every form of agreement with the demonic realm. We cut ourselves free and we close those open doors in Jesus' name. We tear down walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, and diviners in Jesus' name. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, magic, voodoo, candle burning, incense burning, incantation, psychic warfare, destruction, sorcery, hoodoo, root work, tribal rituals and sin, and everything being sent to us by the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. And I release the love of God over the people of God in Jesus' name. I loose the love of God over the people of God in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Oh, I need to use this clip. I can't leave you out. Amen. So, saints, after all of that praying, you ought to be okay. Amen? If you're not, you need to be on your face before the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a great day in the kingdom. Amen, amen, amen. It's a great day in the kingdom. There it goes. Yes. No foothold in my life. Say it after me. No foothold in my life. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. I um I need to give you a scripture from last Wednesday that I promised you. It went along with the sermon called Beware of Falling Away. And that scripture was Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 7. 
Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 7. Amen. And, Danielle, I appreciate your concern, but when we pray, we address EMP and EMF attacks, amen, Do our open, in our opening prayer. So please write me at gproom at outlook.com, and we can talk about it some more, amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And you need to bind the devil some more. He's messing with your computer, babe. That's what that is. That's just the ugly devil. So, no foothold in my life. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27. The Bible says, neither give place to the devil. Neither give place. To the devil. So you see here, it's something we give to the devil. We are commanded not to give the devil a place in our lives. We're not supposed to hand that over to him under any circumstances. No place at all. None. No foothold is to be allowed. A foothold is a secure position from which it's difficult to be dislodged. It's a very secure position. It is a position from which further progress may be made. It is especially a firm basis for further development a firm footing for further development. It is a foundation on which to build a larger and a stronger work. It is more than a toehold. It is a vantage point. It is an anchor. It is the groundwork for future plans of the enemy. It's the groundwork for future plans of the enemy. It is the support, the footing, the cornerstone, and the buttress, the beachhead for the enemy's work in your life. It's the beachhead. That's what it is. The beachhead for the enemy's work in your life. You see, he's got to start somewhere, but you're not supposed to hand him the key. You're not supposed to hand him the key, throw open the garage door, take the roof off, knock the walls down, and say, come on in. That's not the idea. We are commanded not to do that. Amen? This place, given to the devil, given to the devil, for him advantage. It's his inside track. It's his inside track. You give him insider information sometimes when you open your mouth too much. You see, there's a reason God keeps saying, close your mouth. Because you give the enemy insider information. Just like when you go up on Facebook 
and all these other forms of social media, you give the government inside information on your life. You just talk too much. You've got pictures of all your relatives and all your friends, so if they ever want to come find you, they know where to look. And you gave them the information. Praise the Lord, it's real. You gave it to them. You see, it gives the enemy an edge. It gives the enemy an edge. The scripture shows us that the enemy, the devil, does not steal it from us. Even though he's a thief, he doesn't steal it from us. Rather, we give it to him when we sin. We hand it over. And so God says for us not to do that, period. In this ministry, you have been taught that Satan has been defeated by Jesus Christ. You have been taught that Satan's power is limited upon the earth today. He can't get away with everything. It has been fully explained from the scriptures and by the demonstration of God's power that God Almighty is in control. You have been shown in the scriptures that you as a true Christian have been given power and authority over the devil. Lord, not one thing. I don't know what. Lord, did I come to the wrong church today? I thought I came to the right place. This is where we drove to. They didn't even say amen about you. Did you hear that? Silence. Amen. Amen. All right, let's try that one again. It has been fully explained from the scriptures and by the demonstration of God's power that God Almighty is in control. That's better. You have been shown in the scriptures that you as a true Christian have been given power and authority over him. That's better. So we are commanded in the scripture, do not give Satan a position usable as a base for further advance. That's better. Now, you know how the military does. They go off in some remote place, and they make them a base over in that area of the world. Why do they do that? Because they need a location that they can use to launch attacks from. And that's what we're talking about, not giving to the enemy a place in your life from which he can launch attack against you and others that are in your life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are not to do that under any circumstances. Our position is not one of running or hiding from the enemy. Our position is not one of running from or hiding from the enemy because there is no hiding place. There is no hiding place. 
Rather, we are commanded to stand firm, not giving Satan a position or place in our lives that will enable him to advance and eventually defeat us. We, when we allow spiritual ignorance to remain in our lives regarding Satan and his power, when we remain ignorant of the plan and purpose of God for our lives, we give Satan a strong foothold. We give Satan a strong foothold. It gives him a position in our lives from which to operate to attack us. So, our counterattack, yes, we have a counterattack. We have a, say, I have a counterattack, and I'm going to use it. Our counterattack is to take hold of the mind of Christ. We are to take hold of the mind of Christ. I'm going to Philippians 2.5. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Amen. I'm pulling up my sleeve. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You see, we are to allow this mindset, which was in Christ Jesus, to also be in us. We have to allow for this. God is not going to come beat you over the head with the truth. There's no need for that. Amen? When you were a child and people wanted to feed you, most often, unless it was vegetables, they didn't have to work with you too hard to get you to eat it. If it was ice cream, your mouth was already open. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Even before we got it out the freezer, your mouth was wide open. So God should not have to come with all this, okay, here comes the airplane. Open up the hangar. He shouldn't have to do all of that to get the mind of Christ in us. Amen? Amen. We cannot allow our lives to be ruled by our natural mind. We cannot allow our lives to be ruled by our natural mind. Our natural mind cannot comprehend the things of the Spirit. Our natural mind cannot comprehend the things of the Spirit. Our natural minds are too corrupt. Our natural minds are quite corrupted now. Now that there's the Internet, there's nothing but corruption. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning with verse 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning with verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. The natural man, the natural mind, receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. 
neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. They are spiritually discerned. If you're dead spiritually, you're not going to get the point. Have you ever tried to witness to someone or talk to someone that's just as unsaved as they can be? And then you go off trying to explain something that you learned in church, and they sit there and look at you like, duh. It's because there's no place for it to go. They can't get it. There's no opening. There's no place. They're still dead in the spirit. They are not reconnected by the Holy Spirit to God Almighty. They don't have a connection. So his spirit is not flowing to them. And so they have an inability to understand. God has to break through to them. God has to break through to them. But he that is spiritual judges all things. The natural mind of man does not accept or admit into the heart those teachings given by God. The most they'll do is parrot something they heard religiously, but it has no real place in them. They are not logical, reasonable, nor do they make any sense to the carnal mind. So if you're married to someone who is not saved and you're going to spend your time trying to explain to them why you're tithing, you can forget it. That's a waste of time. You should have done something else like the laundry or something. The carnal mind is incapable of understanding them. The things of God are only accepted and understood by the spiritual man. The spiritual man, however, is capable of understanding and appreciating truth. We must fill our minds with the knowledge of the Lord. Each saint must come to know Jesus Christ intimately so that his thoughts and his purposes become our thoughts and purposes. Each saint, say each saint, that means me, must come to know Jesus Christ intimately. So that his thoughts and his purposes become my thoughts and my purposes. Praise the Lord. We're growing. Philippians 2.13. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. God has to work in you. Before you'll start to want to do what God wants you to do and what he truly desires, God has to move in your life because of your own accord, you won't. Amen? Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. 
I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. He gave himself for me. I'm crucified with him. He died, and my flesh self-life is dead too. Now, I know that most of you have been to at least one funeral where there is a corpse. You can walk down that aisle and stand there while the undertaker watches you, but that corpse is not going to get up and hold a conversation with you. They ain't going to hug you and kiss you and tell you they're going to miss you. None of that is going to happen. And if it did, it would clear out the place. But anyway, that's not going to happen. Well, you're crucified with Christ. Your flesh life is dead, D-E-A-D. When you get baptized, you drop off that old dead man in the watery grave. There is no place on, while you're on this planet where he's supposed to be up talking and walking and doing all the things that Jesus doesn't want. He's dead. And we have to remind ourselves that that part of us is already dead. Why? So we can walk in the spirit. We are to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh, the desires of our selfish flesh life, all that self-centered stuff. Amen? Amen. Amen. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 30. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 30. If you haven't highlighted this in your Bible, maybe you should. Amen? It's very simple scripture. He, speaking of God, must increase, but I must decrease. He must increase in my life. And I must take the subordinate position and stay there. Amen? Amen. There is no excuse for spiritual ignorance. There is no excuse for not knowing and understanding the word of God. There is no excuse for not knowing the truth concerning the enemy and your position of power and authority over him. Your position of power and authority over him. There is no excuse not knowing how to defeat the enemy. God in his mercy has equipped you with the all-powerful word of God, which gives you detailed instructions on how to fight and to win. God, in his mercy, has equipped you. We only use the King James Version of the Bible here. 
Walmart, about seven or eight dollars, you can find one. God, in his mercy, has equipped you with the all-powerful word of God, which gives you detailed instructions on how to fight and win. God is not sending you out into battle empty-handed. In this ministry, he has given you more than enough knowledge that you will need to win the war. Am I right? Amen. Amen. So use it. He's given you all this knowledge. You have everything in the archive and more. Amen? So use it. Satan will lie to you to make you think that God's word is just too hard for you to understand. Now, let's be truthful. If you can understand that When dinner time comes, you should expect to eat, and most likely you're going to eat, then you can understand the word of God. It's really that simple. So if you've advanced all the way to kindergarten, and they're teaching you your color, if you can discern one color from the next, you can understand the word of God. If you've gone even further and you've learned to read a little bit, you can understand the word of God. If you've gone even further and you've learned how to add one plus one that it equals two, you can understand the word of God. I understood the word of God. My grandmother and I were in the kitchen. She was doing what she had to do. And I was playing on the squares of her linoleum floor, and she was explaining to me the things of God. I understood just fine. And I still understand what she taught me. (laughs) So if you can understand your left foot from your right foot, you can understand the word of God, all right? He will try, the devil will try to make you think that you aren't smart enough. He's lying. You're more than smart enough. I was talking fully at six months. I've known him to say yes and no with a smile at three months. You don't have an excuse, amen? No, you can't tell me that that was too early for me to talk. I decided to talk, and I did, amen? And there are still people on the earth that can testify that that is the truth. So, If babies want to talk at six months, they can do just what they want to do. They can open their mouth and repeat just what you said. Amen. So, he will try to make you think that you aren't smart enough, that you need someone else to interpret the word of God for you. He wants you to become dependent on other Christians, on Brother Bill, on other great preachers and teachers that you have heard. Yes, God has placed pastors, teachers, evangelists within the body of Christ to train, teach, and equip you 
with the knowledge of the word of God. They are God's gifts to you to help you because you need help. But God does not want you to build your entire life on what other people know and believe. You need significant interaction with the Holy Scriptures and the Lord himself. You need significant interaction with the Holy Scriptures and the Lord himself. You must know that you know that you know. No excuses. Can you imagine a soldier out on the battlefield fighting one-to-one combat, blow for blow, saying this to the enemy, Satan, you wait right there while I go ask my sergeant what to do to win this battle. (laughs) I never saw him do that when they had that G.I. Joe stuff on TV. Not one day. Now, why would you try to do that? That's a good question. Ask yourself that. Well, the enemy would really get him the minute he turned his back. So stop being foolish. During a heated battle, when you are face-to-face with the enemy, is not the time to try to find someone who can tell you what to do. Amen? You see... All this time in between where you're not in the heat of battle, that's the time to learn that. So that when the battle comes, you apply what you have learned. You know, when it's time for the exam, that's not the time to say, you know, I need to find my book and find out what was in chapter number two. That's just not the time. Amen? If you have been a committed member of Miracle Outreach Ministries for over three years, you ought already know how to fight the enemy. If you are a slacker, the enemy has an advantage. You need to know what God's word says and how to use it. It is the sword of the spirit, you know, how to use it to defeat the enemy. Every time the enemy comes against you, God doesn't want you running to someone else. It's nothing wrong when you get to the point where you sort of think you're stuck. Remember that show you could dial a friend if you didn't know the answer? Well, you can write pastor at GP Room. But guess what? The Holy Spirit lives in you. There is nothing that he doesn't know. Why don't you ask him? He knows the tactic, the battle tactic, the strategy, the plan to defeat the devil. Why don't you ask? He didn't pack up and leave yet. You're still here, aren't you? God wants you to be strong and immovable. He wants you to be filled with spiritual knowledge. 
God has placed the Holy Spirit within you to reveal, to uncover, to peel back all the layers of the word of God to you. I remember there was this, and this is her testimony. She said she just couldn't quite understand binding the devil. She couldn't quite get it. So guess what she did? She prayed and asked the Lord to explain it to her. I had told everybody, if you don't understand, ask the Lord, and he will explain it to you on your level of understanding. Not somebody else's, your level of understanding. And so she did. And no, the Lord didn't send her to Bible college. He gave her a dream. And in the dream, she was in a park. She was sitting on a bench, and there was a man on the bench or somewhere nearby. And I think the man was moving toward her. And she spoke and said, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Then the man froze and couldn't move. She got it. An explanation on her level. So, God has placed the Holy Spirit within you to reveal the word of God to you. If there are things you do not understand in the word of God, Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you. He leads you into all truth. Amen. Amen. He will lead you into all truth. He's the spirit of truth. So when you come up with these solutions to life's issues in your life that are wrong, it's because you didn't allow him to lead you. You did one of these, well, I'll just, you know, contrary to Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7. You came up with your own solution or some solution someone else suggested, but until you hear from heaven, you don't have God's solution. Amen? Amen. Head knowledge is not enough. Head knowledge is not enough. You can't win the battle using head knowledge. Begin to exercise spiritual understanding. When you hear the word of God coming forth, investigate. Search the word to see if what you hear is true. As you do this, you will grow in knowledge, and Satan will not be able to get a foothold in your life because you will not give him one. Confusion. God is not the author of confusion, Satan is. I feel confused. Well, by now you should know that's a demon and to bind him. I feel confused. Oh, I feel confused. Well, what you do is you bind confusion in the name of Jesus, and you tell him to get away from you because God never sent you any confusion ever, and you're not accepting it. 
apathy, a lack of concern, lack of interest. All this is boring to you. You'd rather be doing something else. Or indifference. Oh, that's not that important. Or spiritual pride. I know this already. I don't need to do that. I'm more mature than that. Fear, worry, compromise, and discouragement are viable methods that the enemy will use to get a foothold in your life. I remember not too long ago, there was a saint complaining that they felt so lonely. Well, lonely is a deed. It's just that simple. It's not just an emotion. It's a demon. It's a demon affecting your emotion. If you just sit there and let him, he'll get the mastery of you. If you jump into warfare, you win. You can't be alone. God is in you and with you. Furthermore, you have this innumerable company of angels there. So how is it that you get to be lonely? Oh, you just have to go talk to somebody. For what? So their demons can transfer to you? Amen? Let's use some spiritual smarts here. Because chances are the devil's got the person waiting on the other end, full of the devil, for you to get on the phone with them and for their spirits to transfer to you. And here we go again. Pastor, I need deliverance. Amen. And you know I'm right. The enemy also uses distractions of every sort. Every sort. They come in more varieties than you can count. So don't give Satan a foothold in your life. Rise up in the spirit and make yourself a fortress against the power of the enemy. What's a fortress? Okay, those of you who live in Florida, look at St. Augustine and the fort. Got that picture? That's a fortress. That's what a fortress is. Those of you who've never been to Florida, use the Internet and pull up the picture of the fort at St. Augustine, Florida. You'll get the picture. Amen? The Lord. Yes, your cell phone will do that. Amen? Yes, God wants you to get up. And stop being lazy when you feel like being lazy and reinforce the word of God in your life. You need to make yourself a fortress against the power of the enemy. There are many Christians today running around complaining and grumbling and crying. The devil's after me. I just don't know what I'm going to do. Well, they ought to know. It's in the Word. Have you ever been in a place in your life when it seems as if you were being attacked on every side? And then, of all things, you began whining and complaining about how Satan was attacking you. Have you ever done that? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you. Uh-huh, didn't work. Did you know that it is exactly what the enemy wants you to say? Well, it was. He wants you to keep on believing a lie that he is more powerful than you. Now, God has given you supernatural power. Come on, folks. Power straight from his throne. The same power that created the world. Why are you acting like there's no gasoline in your tank? Your tank never runs out of gas. Amen? All right, then. Cut it out. Praise the Lord. So, those words have no place in your mouth. Reach right down your throat and take them out and throw them back at the enemy in Jesus' name. The devil has no power or authority over your life and in your circumstances. Except the place you allow him to have. He has no place except the place you allow him to have. You open the front door and let him in? Whose fault was that? You cannot blame it on the cat. The cat was entirely too disinterested and looking at you like you're crazy. No, you can't blame it on the dog either. The dog is busy sniffing everything, and what is this mess you let in? So no, you don't have an excuse. You can't blame it on any. It's not the dust that's in the house. You can't blame it on the dust. You know, Adam did that number blaming stuff on somebody else. You don't have anything or anybody you can blame it on. Forget that. Yes, you have to allow for this. You have to allow for it. If you don't give him a place, He doesn't have it. He cannot take it from you. You can't stand there and tell God, well, the devil made me do it. It's not going to work. Can you imagine Jesus Christ as he was being tempted and tried by Satan saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. The devil's been after me. He's been attacking me from all sides, and I don't know what to do. Does that sound like the one you read about in the Word? Okay, so aren't we supposed to be imitating him? Okay, so why are we still running from the devil? Of course not. Don't give Satan a foothold in your life. God has given you the power to keep Satan out, so just do it. Our position in the days to come is standing with our feet firmly planted, rooted in the infallible word of God. Immovable, steadfast, regardless of the trial, regardless of the testing or the persecution 
that the enemy may bring our way. Amen? Amen. Amen. Stand for the benediction. Amen. I think you got the point. So, of course, you will never whine again. You won't pout. You won't sulk. You won't sit home in isolation saying, they hurt my feelings. Will you? Amen. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And the church said amen, 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 and amen. There are some persons, whoever they may be, who need to immediately recast this broadcast. Amen? Amen. Yes, you need to recast if you know that you do. And Pastor doesn't have to remind you because you're very good at this, right? Amen. So when if you nod it off during the message, yes, you need to recast. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Amen? Amen. Pastor loves you. We will see you on Wednesday. If you wish to be baptized, like Pastor at her email, or talk to Brother Bill when he's on the air live. God bless you. We love you. Amen. Some have called.